Hey everyone, welcome to the OMAD Mama podcast. My name is Marty Meshubi, and this is your resource for everything OMAD, intermittent fasting, and health. OMAD stands for one meal a day. It just means that you eat within a one hour period and fast for the remaining 23 hours of the day. There are so many different ways to fast, and we'll talk about those on this podcast. I have learned so much from my own OMAD and intermittent fasting journey, and I wanted to share with as many people as I could, so I decided to start this podcast. I also love talking with others who have incorporated OMAD and fasting in their life's journey, and I'm hoping to share their stories on this podcast as well. I found OMAD and fasting, and it completely reprogrammed my relationship with food while getting me in the best shape of my life. I'll be sharing my journey, advice, recipes, and tips that will keep you successful on your OMAD journey to a stronger and healthier you. This lifestyle has changed my life, so keep listening. It may very well change your life too. All right, everyone. I am super excited because we have a special guest joining the podcast this week. She has been featured in Forbes, Business Week magazine, Reuters, but she's also been featured in the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, the Today Show, just talking about her intermittent fasting lifestyle. And I am just so excited that she's agreed to come onto the podcast and talk with me. Please, everyone, welcome Sumaya Kazi. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. You have such a wonderful podcast, and I'm just honored and grateful to be here with Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you, Sumaya. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I just love your story because even before... Um, intermittent fasting, you are, were um, an entrepreneur and you founded your first company at 23 and went on uh, to become founder and CEO of another technology-based company. Um, so I, I don't know if you ever really talk about this much, but can you tell us a little bit more about that, about that side of you before we get <laughs> yeah. into intermittent fasting? I feel like the people that who, who do follow my kind of journey, my day-to-day journey today, especially with intermittent fasting, don't actually know that that part of my world. Yes, you have a whole other side of you. And yeah. I just want to talk about that a little bit. Yeah, I'll give like a really quick background. Yeah. My, my world is in marketing. Uh, I studied business and marketing in college, went to Berkeley, uh, joined a Fortune 500 company called Sun Microsystems, and was one of the very first social media leads at a big Fortune 500 company. This was back when social media didn't exist from like mm-hmm. a business perspective. So it was mm-hmm. one of the very first, which was really cool. While I was at Sun, uh, I founded my first startup. And I didn't really know it was a startup at the time, but it was a, a media publishing company called The Cultural Connect. And my goal was to highlight and spotlight young professionals who were redefining what success looked like in their ethnic communities. Mm-hmm. So I had five online publications and the goal was to just spotlight and show awesome people doing amazing things and um, in, in new and kind of innovative ways. But I was doing this as kind of my evening weekend gig. So I, I was yeah. working full time doing social media, did this kind of on on the side as my first side hustle. Uh, Sun got acquired by Oracle. And I went on to start my second company called Sumazi. And it was a marketing company that was designed to connect you to the people you don't know, but should. 
And um, this was my first venture capital backed company. So I raised money, hired a team, uh, had an office, wow. you know, all of all of that had 20 plus investors. And uh, it was such a wild, awesome, crazy and grueling ride uh, <laughs> and did that for seven years. And wow. in 2017, uh, no, 2018, decided to close things down. Uh, partly funding, partly the kind of world of marketing was changing so quickly. And also I was just super burned out. Yeah. And, uh, and that's actually when my journey with intermittent fasting kind of took off unexpectedly. <laughs> wow. Yes. And then enters intermittent fasting. Wow. So can you talk about how you, how you gradually started your your fasting regimen, because I, as I understand it, you didn't jump right into like fasting a full day. Is that right? Like you actually, you started with alternative day fasting. Um, and then you have, you had what was called a crunch as a support. What, yeah. what is that? What does that so, mean? When I first started, uh, just as some background, I had first been introduced to intermittent fasting while I was at the gym. And this was when I was really struggling with my weight and I was trying everything and anything. And I was trying to work out and lift weights. And I had first found out about intermittent fasting through the, the gym community. And I remember mm -hmm. going online and researching it and was so confused by it and so kind of overwhelmed because all of the images and information, and this was 2015, was mm -hmm. like all men with six pack of abs. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, that's not me. Right. And, uh, so I was kind of turned off by it. And then I found out about it again later through an entrepreneur friend of mine who had done it uh, and seen amazing weight loss. And so I, I got intrigued by it again and came across a BBC documentary called Eat Fast and Live Longer. Mm. And great documentary. And for me, it was understanding the science behind intermittent fasting and the why, what, yes. what's happening to our body that kind of clicked for me. And it became yeah. less confusing. And I was like, all right, I'm going to give this a go and started kind of going down the path of research and figuring out what was what. So I decided to give it a go in November of 2015. And I started with a schedule called 4-3 which is where you fast for uh, three days out of the week and you eat four full days out of the week. So for example, my schedule was fasting Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays every week. And those fasts were the whole day. So it totaled 36 hours. Yes. Um, but of those 36 hours, uh, it included two nights of sleep. So about 16 mm -hmm. hours of the 36 hours are while I'm sleeping. Uh, and that's, that's the schedule I started with. So I kind of jumped into that. <laughs> and then <laughs> later I did that in the first seven months, I lost 50 pounds and that was without layering in a diet or doing any kind of exercise. Cause I was actually injured in the first few months. I was actually couch bound mm. and, uh, yeah. And I, and it was entirely just intermittent fasting. And so that was kind of the schedule I've been doing for the first you know, few years. More recently, I started doing alternate day fasting. So a true every other day fast. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, and then Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, so on and so forth. Nice. Um, so that's kind of my normal, my, my kind of everyday schedule. And then 
I will absolutely do daily fasts depending on what's happening during the week. So um, I'm a big fan of OMAD. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I was just about to ask about that. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And to answer your the question that you asked about crutch. So Mm -hmm. um, I do with the full day fasting schedule. uh, And there's there are two different camps. There is a camp of people that just it's zero calories all the time, no matter what. Uh, and it's the clean fasting community. Uh, and then there's kind of a flexible fasting community, which I'm part of. And they allow for things like flavored sparkling water, mm-hmm. uh, you know, having a crutch, which is up to 500 calories on a full day fasting schedule. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely utilize that for most of my journey. And then more recently, I don't utilize any food as part of the crutch, but I do use creamer uh, as part mm-hmm. of my crutch. And, mm-hmm. and that's because we're fasting for such a long period of time for 36 hours that our body mm-hmm. can actually get back into ketosis, mm-hmm. uh, which is burning fat for fuel, uh, you know, during our fasting cycle. Yeah. So that's, that's the only reason why that's allowed. But like, if you're doing a daily fast, like 16, 20, 22 hours, a crutch yeah. isn't recommended. Right. Yeah. And, and that's so interesting because, um, it, you know, even now I get questions about, oh my gosh, how do you fast? you know, 23 hours or how, how are you going that long without eating? And I could never, you know, do more than three, three hours without eating anything. And, and I always say to people, you, you can start small, you know, like I, I didn't start off immediately, you know, um, not eating uh, for, for 23 hours or not having cream in my coffee. You know, I think I, I, gradually that's something that I started to do. But in the in the beginning, I always tell people, you don't have to start off like that. You can, if you want to add creamer to your coffee, go ahead and do that. Um, and then eventually you may not feel that you need it or you may not feel like you need, like you're saying, you may not need the crutch. Um, and, and once, once people get that in the beginning, they're like, okay, maybe I can do this. Maybe I don't have to (laughs) jump all in. And, and it's, it's good to hear that, um, that's a reality. Like, you know, it, you can actually do it, you know? Absolutely. Well, also it's, there's no best schedule. I think for anybody, I think the best schedule for you is what works for you and your lifestyle and is what you can, you know, work to improve on. So, you know, there is no... There's no like, you did this schedule, there's something wrong or bad with it. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. Every hour that someone gets in fasting is amazing and wonderful and should be applauded and celebrated because we're doing amazing things for our body. My approach is how do we just make the next day and the next week a little bit better? If you can improve or figure out, and that might be drinking more water, that might be getting more sleep, that might be fasting one additional more hour, that might be figuring out how to improve your eating windows. All of those things is what leads us to uh, fasting success. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I've learned is that, you know, especially with the comments that people say, like, I don't think I can do this. That's so crazy. I get that. But, you know, I've I've learned that intermittent fasting is more of a psychological challenge than it Mm -hmm. is a physical one. Mm -hmm. And for me, what helps me understand it is what's happening in our body. So, you know, most people will enter into kind of fat burning mode where we finish digesting our food between 12 to 16 hours. For me, it's closer to 16 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, And at that point, our body is looking for another fuel source and it finds it in our fat stores. That's called ketosis. And that's when most of us start feeling hangry and like, oh my goodness. But that is the moment that our body is burning fat for fuel, which for anyone that's interested in weight loss, that is what we want. That's it. So I start turning a negative 
feeling into a positive one. So I'm like, oh, I'm hangry. That yeah. means my body is now entering into fat burning mode. Yes. That's what I want. I need to push through. If I can just push through a little bit longer, that feeling will start subsiding, but the effect is happening. Exactly. And that feeling, that kind of understanding has made a huge difference because mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh, it's working. Ooh, this is, if I ever wanted a sign that this is working, this is a sign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I totally agree. And and you just mentioned something that's super important too. It's like, you know, whether we're drinking enough water or whether we're even uh, um, eating enough. Um, and you talk about temptation building. And I love, love, love that concept because <laughs> I, I use it myself too because I'm always trying to get my water in, trying to get mm-hmm. enough water in. And I noticed too... Um, when fasting, that's the best thing you can do is drink water. You know, it keeps you full. It keeps you engaged. You're not necessarily thinking about food after a while. Um, and talk a bit about what you mean when you say temptation um, bundling. What, what does that mean? Yeah. So James Clear, who's this wonderful author, he came out with a book called Atomic Habits. Uh, highly recommend it for anyone who hasn't read it yet. And he's all he's talking all about building habits and breaking bad habits and building new habits, which really is this world of intermittent fasting. I feel like every chapter I yeah. could apply it to our world of intermittent fasting. And one of the ones that really stuck with me was temptation bundling. And basically what that is, is pairing something you don't want to do with something that you do want to do in order to create a new habit. So for me, you know, I, I definitely drink more water now with intermittent fasting overall than I did before I used to be yeah. a diet Coke <laughs> addict and coffee addict. I'm still a coffee addict, but I would drink so much diet Coke and coffee that I wasn't drinking enough water. And now yes. with intermittent fasting, I'm definitely drinking more than before, but still struggle with drinking enough. And mm-hmm. water, like you said, is one of the fastest ways to improve your fasting journey. And so with temptation bundling, what I do is I tell myself that I can't have my very first cup of delicious coffee <laughs> that I look forward to every morning yes. unless I have my first bottle of water. And my bottle of water is like 33 ounces, um, mm-hmm. which, by the way, that bottle itself is probably more than I would drink in a day if I wasn't thinking about it. And mm. so uh, for me, it's I drink a first bottle of water, I chug it down, get finish it, and then I'm able to have my cup of coffee. And that is temptation bundling. When you do that pair enough, then you've now created a habit. And then his next thing that he recommends is something called um, temptation stacking. And basically what you're doing is um, you're now – pairing the temptation bundles with each other. So, you know, I wanted to get more reading in. So now what I do is I read while I'm drinking my first cup of coffee. Mm. So I drink my first bottle of water and then that allows me to unlock drinking a cup of coffee while I'm drinking coffee and reading a chapter or two in a book. And now I've paired all of this stuff and, and this is becoming a positive and recurring habit. I love that. I love that. Uh, (laughs) good stuff (laughs) and you know I've I've applied it so I try to get another bottle in before my second cup of coffee I usually do two cups especially in my fasting window and then I'll just have a bottle of water next to me and you'd be surprised how often we reach for it out of boredom we reach for it out of just it's there it's close by and and so I end up drinking another like bottle by the end of the day so that's three bottles about 100 ounces of water which is way more than I was drinking, you know, before (laughs) adopting this as a habit. 
That's so, that's amazing. Cause I, I do the same and I'm working from home now. And, and before, I mean, before intermittent fasting, I would just, anything I'm doing, there'd be like a little snack next to me. I, you know, whatever it is, I'm just snacking away. And now I can't work without having my bottle of water mm-hmm. and, and I just refill it every time. And without knowing it, you know, you're taking in as much water as you can more than you would normally if you weren't thinking about it. And, and there you go, there's your water and fulfilling your water requirements, you know, then when it's time to eat, you eat, you're good to go. You know? Yeah. Well, so I do something also really bougie with my water. <laughs> I, <laughs> oh, yes, so yes. I, so I'll drink my bottle of water just to get kind of water intake, but I also love sparkling water because yes. the carbonation helps you feel full if you're kind of struggling, but I will take it one level up. And what I'll do is I'll get a wine glass. Uh, I'll put in a, a tea bag. So I'll do like green tea, which is wonderful while you're fasting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll put in some ice so that the ice kind of weighs down the tea bag. I'll pour mm-hmm. in my sparkling water and, you know, I do flavored sparkling water. So it might be mango, yeah. maybe watermelon, it might be something, right? And it steeps the tea, uh, uh-huh. you know, and then I'll also add in a cap full of apple cider vinegar and I'll add in electrolytes. And oh, ACV yes. helps suppress hunger, um, right. helps with their blood glucose levels. Electrolytes help with helps with our hydration and um, adds in the minerals that sometimes we're depleting when we're not eating. So I've made myself basically a fasting cocktail, mm-hmm, and I sip mm-hmm. on it, and it makes me very happy. When I, I love it. that. <laughs> yes, yes. I I have tried that. I think I saw that way back on your Instagram several sometime last year and I think I I did try that and mm-hmm. now I have to go back to it because I forgot all about <laughs> sparkling iced tea is the best thing yeah. ever DIY sparkling yes. iced tea so. oh nice <laughs> okay oh wonderful I'm getting all my great tips now <laughs> <laughs> One of the main questions I get all the time, especially when I post food, um, is what do you eat? Or and and I do OMAD, so I do one meal a day. Um, I try to eat within an hour time frame, but I'm I'm full when I finish eating. I'm satisfied mm-hmm. with my food, but I always get the question of what do you eat? What, and I always say, hey, go check check out my page. You'll see I post on my food all the time. But do you get that question of what do you eat and what do, what does Sumai eat? Yeah. <laughs> well, I will fasting. preface it by saying I'm not a like cook, so I'm not cooking and baking all the time. I mean, I do like doing that when I have friends and family over, but mm-hmm. I don't really do it day to day. I'm more of kind of a lazy, <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the go, quick things. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm the first to admit that. So I'm, I'm sharing yeah. all of this with that in mind. Um, so I typically, so like, like I mentioned, I do an alternate day fasting schedule. So I'm really only eating three or four days out of the week and Mm -hmm. which I kind of love because it minimizes the, what am I eating all the time? You're not thinking about it. Yeah, exactly. And you don't have to plan every day and yeah, exactly. And I tend to do two meals in my eating window. So I, you know, I'll break my fast 36 to 40 hours and then I have a eight to 12 hour eating window, you know, Mm -hmm. every other day. And so I'll Mm -hmm. tend to break my first, my, my, my first meal is usually something high in protein, uh, and a good amount of fat and, 
generally low carb. Personally, I'm not, uh, I don't layer in a diet per se. It's not that Mm -hmm. I'm low carb or keto, but Mm -hmm. I do break Mm -hmm. my fast in that way because at that point my body is, um, my, my fasting glucose is pretty low. My ketones are pretty high and I don't want to spike my blood glucose with something high in carbs and sugary because that's going to one, I'm going to feel terrible. Um, and that kind of defeats the point of why we're fasting. And so I will usually have like a three egg scramble with chicken, apple sausage. Uh, I'll have like an avocado and maybe some rice cauliflower. And all of that takes Mm -hmm. me about less than 10 minutes to just kind of, you know, whip up. Yeah, Yeah. super easy and really filling. It's about five to 600 calories, super filling, delicious. Uh, and then after that I will, I, I love snacks, so I will still have my chocolate chip cookies or my yes. ice cream. Lately, yeah. I've been really enjoying cherries as kind of like a sweet snack, yeah. um, popcorn, whatever. You know, I like having snacks. And then my third, my my last meal is usually a Freshly. And Freshly is a meal delivery service. Uh, they provide high-protein meals. They'll deliver it to me at the beginning of the week. I only have a subscription of four meals a week because I, I don't need more than that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I get four meals from them but it's nice because it's you know i heat it up for three minutes it's high in protein i don't have to think about it they're between 500 to 600 calories and uh that's usually what i have for my dinner meal unless i do like takeout with my my siblings or something like that um but that's it and so i have that's easy yeah my eating window is about 15 1600 calories uh is so i'm i'm someone that actually does track or not track, I keep tabs of how much I'm eating. So I don't do a mm-hmm. diet, but I do keep tabs on how much. So I've calculated mm-hmm. how much I should be eating based off of my schedule, my goals, my height, my weight, that sort of thing. And I'm not tracking every calorie, but I do have an understanding of how much I'm how eating. Much? Yeah. So I'm not under eating, which is, yeah. you know, which you don't want to do with intermittent fasting. Exactly. And then I'm not overeating if weight loss is a goal. So, um, yeah. That's kind of what my day typically looks like. And I usually have a couple cups of coffee with a little bit of creamer as well. Yeah. I really love what you said about what how you open your eating window because I, I talk about that a lot. And people are like, Well, you know, are you are you keto? Are you no carbs? I'm like, No, it's not that's not it at all. It's it's exactly what you said, is is that you always want to try to open your eating window with something, you know, not high in sugar, very low carbs, so that you're not spiking that glucose level. And, and you're reaping the, you continue to reap the benefits of your fast. And if you want to have, you know, something high in carb or, or dessert later on, you, I, I do it. I have dessert all the time, every <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, enjoy it. Every not day. about not enjoying it. And I think for <laughs> me, it was understanding the signs behind it because you know this was back when there wasn't a lot of information about intermittent fasting even my doctor didn't really know what if was in 2015 2016 Mm. and so there wasn't a lot of information and Mm -hmm. i would break my fast with you know delicious brunch foods like pancakes and syrup and i was like why do i feel like crap I, Mm. i would just feel terrible and then uh, I, uh, I became friends with, uh, Dr. Molly Malouf, who's this wonderful doctor who also does intermittent fasting. And she tuned me into glucose levels and ketone levels. So I got a, a monitor just kind of out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, tracking it. And after having kind of that pancake dish, 
my blood glucose level soared. <laughs> it was so crazy high. And I was like, wow, this is what's yeah. happening. And then I would try it out with my egg dish, egg scramble dish, and my blood glucose level rarely spiked. It was wow. like within range. And I'm yeah. like, I get it. I get it. I yeah. get what's happening yeah. now. So yeah. for me, now I have that visual in my head whenever yeah. I'm breaking my fast. Yeah, that's awesome. The more you know, the better mm-hmm. choices, the better it is. Yeah, but I have to learn the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've tried to tell everybody, like you guys, you can have your you can have your sandwiches, you can have your burgers, your fries, you can have all that, but try not to do it right when you open up your eating window. It doesn't it doesn't help. (laughs) Well, the other thing I learned with just food is that I still enjoy the things that I love, but I just my body won't allow me to eat as much as I used to, and that isn't by choice. It's just how your body adapts to intermittent fasting. It's like every time you do a fast, you know, an OMAD fast, a full day fast, your body's essentially resetting itself. It's kind of like, you know, it's now starting to tell you what it needs and what it wants. So while I can eat burger and fries, I cannot eat as quickly or as much as I used to. And I don't eat it as often as I did because my body is craving different types of foods now. And so it's not like I was intentionally setting out to do that, but you know, give it some time. And I believe it's at three weeks that we hit something called appetite correction, where our mm-hmm. body starts yes. automatically signaling to us what it wants, how That's much it right. wants, that That's sort right. of thing. So, And when you don't give it to your body, you start, feel, you feel the effects, you know, mm-hmm. you know it, you know. And- Um, switch gears just a little bit uh, in our remaining time to talk about where we are today, I mean, it's it's super challenging time for a lot of people who've maybe started this journey in January thinking like, okay, I'm going to give intermittent fasting a try. This is something I, I've, I've seen, I've heard about. Um, let me let me give this a try. And in comes COVID and <laughs> in comes lockdowns. And yeah. comes, now you're in the house all day long and or you're not able to get out. Um or maybe you've gotten sick or you know, it's so many different challenges that everybody's in the house at the same time. It's, it's difficult on all, so many different levels. Right. Um, yeah. And definitely. so I wonder, and I, and I talk about this on the podcast too, but I wonder how you've been doing um, with uh, this, this time that we're in now um, and how eating has been. Have you found it challenging? Have you had any, um, dips and dives and how, how have you managed your lifestyle with where we are now in the world with COVID and everything that's happening? Well, it is unprecedented times. And so I tell myself and just anybody around me that we can't feel guilty or feel bad about whatever has transpired in our health regimens during this Mm -hmm. time, because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's stress, it's life things, it's, you know, everybody's trying to figure it out and adjust. So I think a lot of people will feel guilty because it's like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm not focusing on my health. And sometimes, sometimes it's actually okay. Not sometimes it's, it's okay if that happens because, you know, one of the times that we shouldn't be fasting is if we're overly stressed. And what I mean by overly stressed is like, there's a normal amount of stress that is healthy for us and is okay. But if you're dealing with something that is extreme, then you know, intermittent fasting is a healthy stressor, but it shouldn't be paired with extreme stressors. And so, you know, for people that are like, oh, I should have been fasting. I've gained all this weight. You know, 
you needed to do what you needed to do. And if at this point you're at a point where you're like, okay, I feel like I'm in a better place to do it, then awesome, wonderful. Don't think about what has transpired already. Just focus on today and tomorrow. So like, I think a mindset is really, really important. Personally, for me, I'm a big fan of fresh starts. I don't even call Mm -hmm. it a restart. I call them fresh starts because I actually believe that they are part of this lifestyle. There's no Mm -hmm. expectation to have perfect fast days, perfect eating windows, mm-hmm. you know, keep a, a consistent way forever. It, that's just, it's not feasible. We're human, right. life happens. And so when I realize if I start getting, if I start feeling sick, which happened to me a while ago, and during mm-hmm. these times of COVID, I didn't know what I, I had. It was really scary. I absolutely mm-hmm. paused my fasting during that time. Um, and then had a fresh start when I felt like I was healthy again. There were times where I personally deal with cycles of depression. And mm. if it becomes overwhelming, then I will pause during that time and then we'll mm-hmm. have a fresh start. So I, I am a personally a big fan of fresh starts. And I feel like if I can make proactive decisions around it, that is part of the lifestyle that is still intermittent fasting, because I know now when is not a good time to fast, and when I am in the mindset to fast. And I I do think that that's important to recognize, uh, especially in this this time that we're in right now. That's so important. I'm so glad you you mentioned that because people um, often feel and I and I I uh, struggled with that myself in the beginning it's like okay this wasn't a perfect fast um I I didn't eat right today or I opened my fasting window too early or I, this is I'm not gonna fast today or you know and and you get so hard on yourself or I gained a few pounds and I did gain um some pounds during um earlier on in the lockdown and I felt so bad about it and oh gosh I gotta and I I had to reset I had to um uh get a fresh start as you would say in my mindset to say no you know this is life this is this is happening you can you've lost so much weight you can lose this this is not a big deal let's just get back to what we know and what we know works. And I had to reprogram my mind into thinking this is not a diet. Mm-hmm. This is not, this is your lifestyle. So let's, yeah. you know, move forward. And it's so good to hear that you, you have that same mind frame. Mm-hmm. Well, also just from like a weight loss perspective, I started at 205 pounds. Uh, and then with kind of my ultimate low, I got down to 141. So 64 pounds of weight mm-hmm. loss. Uh, Mm. And that was right when COVID had kind of started and the Mm -hmm. pandemic started kind of getting on the rise. And uh, I have been, I've had multiple fresh starts since then. Mm -hmm. So in the last four months and Mm -hmm. I am 145 today. So I've been Mm -hmm. within kind of the mid to upper forties since the pandemic hit. And if, if, if I look at kind of my, my weight loss graph, intermittent fasting has helped me maintain my weight and I'm mm-hmm. grateful for that. I'm, I, I yes. consider that a win because yes. I'm still doing amazing things for my body. I'm still, yes. you know, I, I, it could have been a lot worse for me. Uh, yes. And it, exactly. it, I think it's just taking a step back and recognizing where I'm yeah. at. Also, I, you know, I'm in my forties, which still blows my mind because, amazing. you know, for <laughs> me, it's like, that is my maintenance. What world am I in? But you know, it, that's incredible. Me, you know, it, it, I, I'm grateful to be where I'm at, but I also take yes. a step back and go, look, I've had many fresh starts. And I, I think the difference 
that has happened for me over time is I've gotten mentally stronger and I know yeah. what to expect with, I know intermittent fasting as a toolkit works and I know when I'm yeah. ready and prepared for it, I, I, it will show amazing, wonderful things for me. And what I've learned over time is making the window of time between my fresh starts smaller. So, yeah. you know, before it might've been months or a month or whatever it is where mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, like I'm not, I'm not mentally there. And now it's like, all right, I had a bad, you know, a bad off week because of life things that happened and I'm going to make next Monday a fresh start. And so that window Mm -hmm. of time for me to refocus is getting smaller and smaller. And I'm no longer feeling as guilty as I used to because I know, you know, and for me, I found that for the time that I've taken off, it really just takes me a week of being focused to make up for it. Mm -hmm. So if I was off Mm -hmm. for a week, one week of focus, and I'm back to where I was prior to Mm -hmm. that off week. Yeah, I love that. And and it's that mentality. It's, 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 it's a lifestyle, you know, it's not like, Oh, okay, well, I'm off this week. I'm, I'm just gonna take the month, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And I often think, what if I wasn't doing this, I would have been totally off the rails, like Mm -hmm. this would have been crazy. Um, So I'm so grateful for it. Um, and I'm grateful for you, Sumaya. Thank you so much, so, so much for coming on. Absolutely. And no, this is great. Sharing. I will say that um, <laughs> I, especially when people come and ask about intermittent fasting and what schedules, I will say that of the daily fast schedules, I definitely recommend people looking at OMAD because mm-hmm. especially if weight loss is a goal, I have in my own journey yeah. and in supporting people, I have learned and I've seen that the 16-8 schedule is a great entry point into fasting, yes. but I, it's not yeah. the type of schedule that I would say you see motivating weight loss results. Yeah. And I like yeah. to just be I would agree. with people about it. So it's not mm-hmm. that it's a bad schedule or a wrong schedule. It's a great schedule to get started with. But if your expectation is I want to see meaningful weight loss, the type of weight loss that can motivate me, then I would say that OMAD is actually the better schedule from a daily fasting kind of schedule. Um, And that's, you know, just the science behind it, get your body into ketosis, give it an actual meaningful amount of time to get into that fat burning mode. And then, you know, for people that are like, hey, I want to like, you know, experiment with the longer fast, um, then the full day fasting schedule obviously is, is also like a, mm-hmm. you, where you see meaningful weight loss. But I just wanted to preface yeah. that because I, I do think no, that, absolutely. Yeah. you know, I see and a lot I, of people I, look at our stories and go, oh, well, I did 16 and I'm not seeing those results. I'm like, yeah, right. well, yeah. there's a reason for that. So. There's a reason. Yeah. And I talk about that too, because I started with 16-8 and then I discovered OMAD like, okay, this is, this is crazy, I thought, but then I started to see um, dramatic weight loss, you know, and and I stayed consistent and I started to see it moving a bit more than when I was doing the 16-8. And I felt better and I, you know, I had so much more time to do so many other things and and so it just stuck with me. But yeah, I, I would totally agree with also, that. Also, yeah, I think the consistency is important. Something that I realized, because I'm very data-driven, so I'll uh, measure my blood glucose levels, my ketone levels. I've, yeah. I've been tracking this intense in, in spreadsheet since I started. And not because I want other people to do it, but because I want to share what I've learned with other people and my trends. Yeah. And what I've noticed, especially with daily fasting and with full-day fasting, not only is that consistency important, but what's happening is our body is actually 
revving up like an engine. And like imagine a, a, a car that's sitting out in the cold and you're kind of starting it and it takes time to warm up and to, mm-hmm. you know, to get it ready. That's basically what's happening when we're first starting our journey. And every week that you are consistently doing fasting, your body gets more efficient mm-hmm. at getting into fat burning mode. And so for those of you, you know, that are listening and are starting, you know, and not necessarily seeing this like crazy change in the first week, don't let that discourage you because you're doing amazing things for your body and you want your body to get to that warming up stage and you're going to start seeing a dramatic difference if you just give it a little bit more time. And so it is, it is about kind of trusting the process as well and understanding that you're doing amazing things for your body. Yeah. Just give it time. It will, you will see, you will see a difference. You will see change. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I do want to plug because Sumaya does have an IF guide and you also provide coaching, right? Yeah, I don't actually call it coaching. It's 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 called the fast with me challenge. And it's because I'm still fasting. So it's like kind of doing it along with me. But uh, okay super grateful about 2000 people have now done this with me that's amazing <laughs> um, that's incredible yeah it's, it's like a 30 day starter or an eight week lifestyle challenge i help people kind of get set up and figure out what schedule's right for them and then kind of guide them through the process over the time to make it a lifestyle and okay. uh, yeah and i have a guide um if you just uh search my name sumaya and fasting you'll come across it and it's kind of a detailed guide on how i do a 4 3 or an alternate day fasting schedule that's awesome. Thank you, Sumaya, for sharing all that with us. And thank you for coming on the podcast and for sharing your story. Um, you guys can follow Sumaya on Instagram. Um, you also have a YouTube page. or it's, YouTube it's, channel? Yeah, it's in the early stages. I do have one, but okay. it's super early. <laughs> right, right. But you could definitely find her on Instagram. She posts all types of super important um great tips on fasting especially if you're just starting out um she's amazing to follow and i'm so grateful for you sumaya thank you so much for coming up thank you for having me i appreciate you (laughs) and appreciate everything that you share in your story as well it's super inspiring and empowering so thank you you're awesome thank you (laughs) thanks so much Well, we've come to the end of another OMAD Mama podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you found this information useful. Please don't forget to share it with your friends. Please also subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. It really helps others find the podcast. Please remember that this podcast is not to be used as your source for medical advice. If you have any medical questions or concerns, please contact your doctor or medical provider. And before you go, check out the OMAD Mama website at www.omadmama.com. You'll find loads of information on intermittent fasting, OMAD, tips and tricks on how to begin your fasting journey. You'll also find the OMAD Mama blog where I talk about my journey as well as the latest intermittent fasting news. You can also always find me on Instagram at omad underscore mama underscore love, or you can send me an email at marty, M-A-R-T-I-E, at omadmama.com. I'd really love to hear from you.